Welcome to Ghostly. Is Stoll Cemetery in Kansas haunted? Ghostly is a podcast that comes out every other week. In each episode, we take a ghost story or paranormal event and look into its complete history. Rebecca then gives us evidence proving that the story is real. And my job is to debate those pieces of evidence and get you, the listener, prepared to vote on if it's real or not. If you haven't yet, please hit that subscribe button. And as always, we're your host. I'm Pat. And that was Rebecca. Um, so we are recording in our new ghostly studio. So the sound might be a little bit different. We're <laughs> we're still tweaking things a little bit. It's a process, but we are so excited to be in a place that is designated for recording. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, before this, we were recording in Rebecca's dining room. Yes. And... Uh, that, you know, it was, I mean, enough room, but it was, yeah. Yeah. I mean, though, but the sound was great. So yeah. we're hoping that we will, if not right now, eventually make this as great. Yeah. In this episode, we're going to be wrapping up our four episode run for the spooky season. Um, so we do an episode every single week during the spooky season and... um it's been a lot. <laughs> it's been a lot, but it's been so much fun. We have traveled, well, maybe not the whole world, but around a little bit. We went to London. In our minds. In our minds, we <laughs> did. And uh, <laughs> no, uh, I. you know, what's been interesting is how different each of the places that we've gone Definitely. to have. I mean, they're all quote unquote cemeteries. Yeah, but they all represent a different kind of cemetery, yes. I would say. And the kinds of things at each place has been different. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, it's I love this and uh, it'll be interesting to see um, how this one fits in. Absolutely. Uh, this is also our four-year anniversary episode because we came out on Halloween in 2018. Yes. Uh, it's always easy to remember the ghostly anniversary. It's yeah. Halloween. <laughs> well, be, and there's no more episodes until Halloween. So Right. This is the last this one. this is it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just want to take this time to thank you all for listening and allowing us to be silly and talk about creepy stuff. Uh, this has been a journey that I could never have imagined. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, four years ago, if you had said like, yep, we're going to be doing this in four years and have over 100 episodes, I don't know if I would have believed you. Absolutely. And we're not stopping. This is not us telling you that this is done. Uh, we're going to continue to do episodes and they're going to get even better and better. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. There is so much... Uh, for the future and a lot of growth opportunities and it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And today we're going to talk about Stoll Cemetery. Uh, you know, I may have advertised this as Skull Cemetery. My bad. Yeah. I think <laughs> we just, you know, it just seems like it should be called that. I'm but, sure there's skulls there. Well, and I will say I actually did read a few places where like people like thought it was called that originally. So it could have been that you saw it called that yeah, somewhere. Yeah. So... It's not all your fault, just mostly. Yeah. Now, Stoll Cemetery, it sits in what is now an extinct or mostly extinct town of Stoll in Kansas. I don't know if they'd want you to call it extinct. <laughs> uh, it's mostly extinct. <laughs> um, if you were driving in, the, in town, you would think nothing of this cemetery if you just happen to see it on the side of the road. It doesn't look especially creepy or anything like that. Uh, would you agree with Other that? Other than regular, normal cemetery creepy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, cemetery on a hill creepy. I mean, all the uh, graves are spaced apart nicely, and it looks just like a little country. 
uh, cemetery. I don't know. Yeah, I, and we'll we'll talk about it. But uh, it is it is just seeming like a normal town with a, with yeah. a little cemetery. Uh, relatively, it is smaller in size. Um, and I was expecting it to be more of a Bachelor's Grove kind of thing. Um, but after watching a bunch of YouTube videos and seeing a ton of pictures, it looks just like a small town country cemetery. Now, I will say, though, I actually, the very first article I read compared it to Bachelor's Grove, I think more in feel than necessarily looks. Though Bachelor's to Grove me, it Cemetery is... feel like that at all. Well, I haven't been there, so I don't know. I, yeah, have, I mean, it, I've been to Bachelor's Grove, and I know how I felt. Well, Bachelor's Grove is different in that it is tucked away. It's not like visible from the side of the road. You can see so much of it from the road. But there's, it's that feel is kind of what we're saying. But I'm just going to say this. Bachelor's Grove is a much smaller cemetery than people might imagine it being. Like it was, it was a little town and it was their little cemetery. Yeah. It's just now surrounded by woods and all of this other stuff. Maybe in its day it was, but I mean, nobody knows what it looked like back then. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to say, in fact, you can see right into Stoll Cemetery from the street. Okay. I'd say you could see about 85% of the cemetery, if not more, from the street or the church that's across the street. You got you to gotta picture this. It is wide open. There's not many trees, and it's on a hill. I feel like Pat is already making his arguments. I'm just talking about stuff. <laughs> um, although this comes up a lot when you search for haunted cemeteries, uh, there's just so much legend about this little cemetery that we had to do an episode on it. Absolutely. Uh, I first heard about it while on a Bob After Dark episode, because it's supposed to be one of the seven gates of hell. Now we understand why it's yeah. on this episode. Uh, typically, this would be our part where we do shout outs. There are two ways to get a shout out on Ghostly. First way is to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We prefer those five-star reviews, but we will read any and all reviews. The second way is to become a member on Patreon. Just go to ghostlypodcast.com and click on Patreon in the menu bar. And, and we have a lot of different tiers to choose from, but... There's no shout outs in this episode. Yeah, but I do want to mention, you know, we do love our Ghostly X, which is what comes out to Patre some, yeah. uh, a lot of Patreon listeners. And it, uh, uh, <laughs> our next Ghostly X is going to be about some of the things that we saw on a paranormal tour. Yeah, absolutely. That we took with uh, Neil Gibbons. Yeah, and Graveside, Graveside Paranormal. Paranormal. Yeah. So we're super excited about that. So if you want to hear about our adventures on our paranormal investigation slash tour, yeah. join Patreon. And we went to some of my favorite places in this tour. Um, <laughs> I have a great video of Pat talking about his adventures as a teenager. Yeah. Teenager. At this one. Late, late teens. Late teens at a cemetery. Yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be fun. Well, it's not just a cemetery. It's a, just a cemetery. You, we'll explain it in Ghostly X. <laughs> it, it's a lot more to it than that. What about listener mail, Rebecca? So today we're actually skipping listener mail for a couple of reasons. One is that I actually just have a longer ghost story that I want to tell. Um, and then the other is that we really actually only have a few more. Um, but I don't know what? why. We haven't been getting listener mail lately. Wait, we're running out? We are running out of listener maybe, mail. Maybe the ghosts are running out. That's possible. You, you're saying people aren't haunted anymore? Yeah, I'm saying ghosts are leaving. <laughs> oh, so you admit that they do exist. 
Uh, why are you trying to catch me in some loophole <laughs> thing, Rebecca? So we need your ghost stories. We need the creepy things that happened to you. Even if you don't actually think they were paranormal, you know, they were just something that was kind of weird. We love it. We want to hear it. So um, so definitely send it to us. So how can they do that, Pat? At info at ghostlypodcast.com or they can go on the contact us form on the website, which is ghostlypodcast.com. And uh, another way, our favorite way, is to get ghost stories in the actual mail. And I'm surprised we haven't gotten any in the spooky season. I know. I um, went and checked our mail the other day. Uh, it, the P.O. box number is on the bottom of our website. Uh, you scroll to the bottom, you'll see it in the footer. But if you just so happen to have pen and paper <laughs> on hand and are waiting for this, P.O. box number 264, Geneva, Illinois, 60134. So another thing is we can't do the polls this time because we are keeping the polls open for the entire month of October. This just gives people a chance to get caught up um, because we usually come out every other week. Mm -hmm. And this is like, this is like a big shock to the system. Ghostly to ghostly to more ghostly and then more ghostly. Uh, in fact, we even kept the Benjamin Franklin poll open. Wow. So. Wow. So we have Benjamin Franklin on there. Yes. We've got uh, what? Graceland Cemetery. Graceland Cemetery, St. Louis Cemetery number one. Yep. Highgate. Highgate. And now we're going to have Stoll. Yep. And so you can go right now to ghostlypodcast.com and vote on all of those. Yeah. And you just click on polls. And click on polls. Yep. Yeah. Um, so let's hear your ghost story then, Okay. Rebecca. I mean, it's not that long. It's just a little longer than usual. Okay. It's time for a spooky tale from Rebecca. I thought I was prepared for this. I got everything ready, but part of me didn't really think any of it was real. So maybe I wasn't as prepared as I thought. The other students were just always telling these crazy stories about a local cemetery where rumor had it that there was a gate to hell with a never-ending staircase. Have you ever heard of something so crazy? No way is this real, I said. The guys in my fraternity, of course, took this as a challenge and told me I needed to go there and find the steps and go down them to prove that it wasn't real. Halloween was right around the corner, so I thought, why not? Now, we had to be really sneaky. Only three of us went because security there is tight. They say it's because they don't want people desecrating the graves, but now I wonder if that's the only reason. I brought a heavy-duty flashlight in addition to my phone, of course. I mean, I didn't think I'd need it much, but anyways, I figured whatever basement I landed in might be pretty dark. We snuck in very quietly and made our way to the rubble of the old church. We had heard that the stairs were either in the church, so then probably not even accessible, or behind it. It's weird because there are no clear reports of where it is. Knowing what I know now, I wonder if there's a reason for this. So we walked around the church rubble, looking for a staircase that went down into the ground. We didn't want to use our flashlights in case someone would see us but the moon was out that night and we could see pretty well. And then I saw it, right behind the rubble. It looked old, not huge, but clearly a set of stone steps going down into the ground. 
Josh and Tim were freaking out at this point. I told them there was nothing to worry about and this was going to be the quickest quote unquote investigation ever and just to wait for me to come back up. So I started down the stairs. I waited for a few steps before turning on my flashlight so that it wouldn't be seen. It was just stone walls on either side with some pretty decent stone steps, but they were a little worn, so I tried to focus on the steps so that I wouldn't slip or fall. This is where things got, well, weird. Fuzzy. I just kept walking down the steps, and I kept expecting to hit the bottom and find some sort of cellar, but I didn't. After a while, I realized it felt like I had been going down the steps for like 15 or 20 minutes. Surely I would have found something by now. I really wanted to see where this went, but I also didn't want my friends to worry. So I told myself five more minutes. After what seemed like five minutes, I stopped and just decided to try and look around more. I moved my flashlight around and realized that the walls were no longer stone. They were dirt. This freaked me out. It just felt more dangerous for some reason. So I decided it was time to turn back. I was sure the guys were worried and I just didn't want to be there anymore. So I began the long climb back. I realized that as easy as it might have been to go down the steps for 20 minutes, going back up is another matter. But I'm young and determined, so I kept climbing. I couldn't see the top no moonlight. So I just prayed my flashlight would keep working. I tried not to think about how long it was taking me. After a while, I thought this seems to be taking much longer to climb back up than to go down. And not just because I was a little slower, it felt like I was never going to make it to the top. Like I would never get out. Then out of nowhere, my head was outside and I was climbing back onto the ground, panting. I was so happy, but I hadn't even seen the opening until I reached it. I was totally out of breath. I thought the guys would be really panicked, but they were just kind of laughing. Tim said, dude, you don't have to be all out of breath. We get it. It was just a short set of stairs. I just stared at them, my breath slowly coming back to normal. What do you mean? I was down there for like 45 minutes. They both just looked at me confused. What do you mean? You were gone for like five minutes max, Josh said. I looked at my watch and he was right. It had only been a few minutes. I can't explain what happened. Part of me wants to go back and see if those stairs are still there. To bring supplies and really get to the bottom. But the other part of me is terrified about what might happen if I did. All right. Interesting. Um, How much of that is made up, Rebecca? (laughs) Well, I did read a story about a guy who says he like went down the stairs Mm. and kind of like lost time and stuff like that. But it was it was it was kind of vague and it certainly wasn't um, like college kids or anything specifically so all of it's made up no it's not all made up. it's based <laughs> on a story <laughs> all right speaking of stories we have a lot of them for you so 
Uh, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to get to the Pat Facts. Pat Facts. Pat, what do creepy stories, funny ghost memes, and inside ghostly information have in common? Um, my life. <laughs> well, yes, but <laughs> no, it's also Ghostly Society on Facebook. Oh, yeah, I mean, that too, of course. I'm, but aren't all ghostly listeners in Ghostly Society? Not yet. What? I mean, that means that they're missing out on all my jokes. Yeah, they are. And missing out on chatting and sharing with other listeners and us, of course. We love talking to our listeners. If you haven't yet, you should consider joining our private group on Facebook called Ghostly Society. Let's hope now they will. Unless they're a woman in white. We are back with the Pat Facts. The Pat Facts are sponsored by Tarot by Ta. Ta is a professional tarot card reader with over 20 years of experience. He reads at numerous public events, private parties, and personal appointments throughout the greater Chicagoland area. He also does his readings worldwide using online services like Zoom. And my favorite part is that he is hashtag team skeptic. <laughs> I know you're probably thinking, how does that work? Well, you need to... You need to get a hold of Ta. <laughs> He's a very, very good. Yeah. Reader. And to find out more about Ta, visit and like his Facebook page at facebook.com slash tarot by Ta. All right. So let's get into the Pat Facts here. <sighs> so I had mentioned this. Stoll is a small, mostly extinct town in Kansas, about 10 miles east of Topeka. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just outside of Topeka. Um, and again, there are people that live there and they do have a church and stuff, but it's not like a full town. No, it's not a full town. Yeah. That's what I mean by yeah. that. Um, well, before it was named Stoll, after the first postmaster, it was Deer, Deer Creek. Yeah. And there are some reports. I mean, this is not part of our debate, but there are some reports that it was called Stoll for some other creepy reason. And they are not true. They're not true at no. all. Uh, you, we're going <laughs> to... There's going to be a lot of legend with this one. <laughs> uh, so much so, it's really hard to dissect what is real and what is not. But I think we did it. I think we've got it. Okay. Well, we're going to uh, see how this history goes. I'm yeah. interested. It was settled by some German immigrants that were escaping religious persecution from the Pennsylvania Dutch. Uh, when it became Stoll, there were only six families living in this town. Uh, the family started the Evangelical Emanuel Church just two years after moving in, and in 1867, they built a stone church on land donated by Jacob Hildenbrand. Uh, sermons at the church were preached in German, because they were all German, right? Yeah. And that was until 1908. I know my mom, her father, um, and like his whole family, they all spoke German, and he like went to German school through like eighth grade or something. Well, my mom was 
born in Germany in a in a work camp. Right. And she spoke German. But I'm oh, well. but they weren't in Germany. I'm sorry. That would be the different yeah. part is that they were it was in Illinois. <laughs> yeah. Well, she eventually came to Illinois and she I, I'm just saying yeah. like usually you I mean this was in the you know, 20s or whatever, sure. you know, that even still there were places, even now in the States where you might have um, areas where the church services might be in a different language. If oh, that's, yeah, like, absolutely. The population. Is. Spanish communities and stuff. Yeah. You know, that, yeah, definitely. The Stoll Church of, um, the small village received a post office in April 1899. And the town took the name of Stoll, for its first and only postmaster, Sylvester Stoll. He's probably like, we're going to make this a town. <laughs> well, with the name Sylvester, I'm I'm picturing him more like, hey, yo. Oh, I was thinking, okay, yeah, no, that makes hey, sense. Hey, we're going to deliver this mail. <laughs> uh, Adrian, sorry. Uh, it was only open for four years <laughs> and closed on September 30th, 1903, so that is another way to distinguish a town, right? They have right. their own post office. Sure. Uh, in 1910, the town's population was just about 31. Okay. Uh, the Stoll Church of Christ was built in 1913, and somewhere along the line, a bank was established, like other small farming communities. Stoll declined over the years and today is called home to just a few residents, some of whom are descendants of the original founders and an old cemetery. Uh, now, even though it was a small community, they still needed a cemetery, right? Because people still die in small communities. Yeah, and you don't want to, especially back then, have to be taking the bodies too far. Yeah. Especially in the summer. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and in 1867, it was chartered to be next to the church. Sure. I mean, that makes sense because obviously, the. I mean, that's a lot of small towns, you know, um, where you... Um, that's where you have the funeral. And so then it's just easy. Yeah. You know, when you want to be but, in the churchyard. But see, this breaks one of the legends, like already, that people say that they built the church in the cemetery. Oh, I hadn't even read that. It, they, they do. Mm, they say that. Yeah. They also say that they weren't Christians, that they were, but they all <laughs> op were openly Christians, but they say that they were Satanist and. Well, they say that when they, they, cause they built the, the newer church across the streets. I mean, I don't have this in the evidence. Like, we're not going to debate this later, but like mm -hmm. that there were supposedly, you know, Satanists or, you know, pagan things that happened at the church when it was abandoned. But yeah, I, I, saw I, I no mean, evidence I, of those things. I, I have that stuff in here too. So, yeah. But I mean, I'm just saying that, you know, they say that the original six families were all Satanist. Oh, I have not heard and, that. And um, you know what? The media has um, portrayed Satanist in this way that we think that they're all evil, you know, no good doers, you know. And um, if you look into Satanism, it's not, it's not like that necessarily. So just so you know, the media portrays it differently um, than what it what the reality of it is. Uh, it just sounds horrible, right? Satanist, you know, that's why they use those kind of things. Uh, in about 1922, uh, there was supposedly a fire at the Evangelical Emanuel Church, the one that was in the cemetery next to the cemetery. Um, and people remarked that the crucifix did not burn, but the roof did. Uh, and it would be hard to fix up that church 
and maybe not even worth it because it was fairly small and they were growing slightly. So um, due to oak growing congregation from Stoll and Lee Compton, a larger church was eventually needed. So in 1919, the community voted to build a new church. And in 1922, a new church was built and eventually got the name United Methodist Zion Church in 1968. Okay. So this new church holds services and meetings that continue today under the name Stoll United Methodist Church. The small town struggled to become anything more than that. People started moving out, and it's almost entirely extinct today. Um, But the cemetery is still there. Uh, In the 1960s, people started to say that more, this is where the Satanist stuff comes from, um, say that Satanists were having rituals in the cemetery, that there were reports of animals being sacrificed in the old church with no roof. Although I could not find anybody that actually went on the record to state this or any cases of, you know, in the paper or anything like that where they found um, these sacrificed animals in their church. I mean, I think this is very similar to what we've heard before in other stories. And even just last episode at Highgate, the 60s was the satanic panic, the 60s and 70s. And so it's really hard to ever take some of that evidence seriously because Mm -hmm. so much of it was made up and just like people like, well, I heard they're doing this over at this place. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's happening here, you know, and they just start blaming a lot of things on it. And uh, yeah, so I always have trouble, like, again, like you said, unless you find like a police report where they actually found something. It's just hard. I to looked take for it police seriously. reports and I looked for news articles of actual animals being sacrificed in this church thing. And yeah. I mean, animals die in there, but it wasn't like they were sacrificed. Right. Or I mean, anything. even the articles I read that were very like this place is, you know, like haunted or whatever. Mm-hmm. None of them. I mean, not none of them, but most of them kind of dismiss the satanic. Sure. Thing. Uh, close to the church, there was a tree that someone carved witch into. Um, this had some people thinking that there might have been a witch burning at this site, although it's highly unlikely, though, I would say. Well, now, um, there's also the graves, or the gravestones, the yeah, markers. That, that says witch, but it's not spelled witch, It's really. like two eyes or something like it's, that. It's weird. It's really weird. Two T's, I don't know. It's but, just someone's name. But definitely people, you know, they, they point to that. Yeah, and at the tree... Uh, supposedly there was a tiny little grave there. That was supposedly the grave of another devil baby. Oh, we're going to talk a little go, bit more about the devil baby. Go back to Whole House to hear about our first devil baby. <laughs> uh, the legend has it that the devil himself had a baby with the witch of the witch tree. And and there are stories of the devil baby killing a bunch of people, although there's no record of a serial killer at that time. Um, The other thought was that the baby didn't live long, but that the devil himself comes to visit him on Halloween and the winter equinox, which is really weird because that's only a couple of months apart. Right. Yes. I think, yeah, they couldn't decide when he... Yeah, well, he does all of his visits. You know, he's like another deadbeat dad. He does all of his (laughs) visits all at once. Right, right. Um. This rumor or tale then got into publication. Well, I mean, kind of. It was, pub- it was published in the University Daily Kansan, 
which was a student newspaper for the University of Kansas. So it was student-run, student... Well, and here's the other thing that I had heard was... Oh, by the way, that was November of 1974. 74, yeah. So again, yeah. we're still in satanic panicky yeah. time frame. Um, part one uh, claim I heard was that there was a professor at the university mm -hmm. that was the first one to tell this story. Yeah, I don't know for sure because right. there's no records no of those record. things. So. I understand why I didn't put it in here, yeah. but I just wanted to mention that, that there, that if you interview people in the area, they will claim like, oh yeah, yeah, there was like a faculty and he like made this story up to Yeah, But basically I'm, what I'm saying is it's no credible newspaper no. though that's writing this. Well, now. I mean, as far as like a national... <laughs> news or anything like that goes where as someone that works at a college our college newspaper is quite credible <laughs> all right <laughs> um, people soon said that the cemetery was the location of one of the seven gates to hell and that the nearby evangelical manual church that was in ruins was um possessed by the devil others claimed erroneously that the legend was um engendered by the killing of Stoll's mare back in the 1850s. Of note, Stoll never had, a, it was never a town, so it never had a mare. Now, I did hear this story that it was a, um, like some sort of like caretaker that got killed. Again, no police records, no no <laughs> newspaper findings of this. So Yeah, also some little boy that got killed with when his dad was like, doing like a controlled burn in his fields or something. Again, though, I couldn't find any records. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it is also said that during a trip to Colorado in the 1990s, that the Pope redirected the flight path of his private plane to avoid flying over the unholy ground of Stahl. And again, there's no evidence that this actually happened. So I, the stories I heard gave the Pope a little bit more credit that he like purposely flew over it in order to like confront Satan. Oh, okay. Well, but he's, you know, up 5,000 feet though. So it's, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but there's nothing that actually says that this really. No, happened. there's no evidence of it. Um, most academics, historians, and local residents are in agreement that the legend has no basis in historical fact and was created and spread by students. Um, but whatever happened there, People heard of this tale and started to go out on Halloween because that was one of the days that the devil would be mm -hmm. there, of course. Um, and they would jump the fence and go to the church that was in ruins. Um, so the police in the area started watching it around the spooky season. And this seemed to curb a lot of this. In fact, there's no there's no trespassing signs on it, like like all over the place. Yeah, but people have said they go there and like it is open. It is open, and if you go during the day and you're just walking around the cemetery and being respectful, I I don't think there's any issues. But it is there is no uh, trespassing signs, and there are residents that live within sight of it, and mm -hmm. they will call the cops. So all yeah. the articles that I've read, I mean, we just want to put that out there. Don't. Don't go visit and don't you know and and be disrespectful. Don't go at night, you know. And if the gates are closed or whatever, like you know, don't just fair warning. Absolutely, you yeah. you could get you know get the cops called on. Yeah, I mean there are still people being buried there, right? So it's like they have. Well, to, I saw one that was in twenty twenty nineteen. Yeah, 
So, I mean, it's pretty recent. People might be visiting graves there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, many people believe that the old church was torn down in 2002 because of the legend. Um, because it had some kind of curse on it. And the real truth it was torn down because it was an eyesore that drove people out there and that um, that they weren't there to mourn the dead, but to see the devil himself, you know, so they tore it down then. Mm-hmm. And there's still rocks. You can still see where it was supposed to be. Right, there's, so they didn't like clean oh, it Hold up. on, there's two spots. Mm-hmm. The one spot is the definite spot. It's It's like on the hillside. The other one looks like it would have had a structure on it, but it was more just like a burial thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like piles of rocks. So it is just it's pi- not. Yeah. yeah, it's not like they purposely like took it down and cleaned it up. Like it, it, it there is. Well, anyways, I, we're, we're definitely starting to you know get into stuff here. But um, it, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, it's in disrepair. You can't go, you can't go inside. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just we'll just say that right now for right now. I mean, you can't easily go inside. You'd have to lift up the rocks to right. do something. Yes, exactly. And as far as this like basement goes, I don't see that there would be one. It doesn't look like a place that would have a I, basement. I, you, well, I mean, churches sometimes might have a basement, especially in Kansas. Yeah, churches might have a basement, but this one in particular, that the way that it's built does not look like it ever had a basement, but whatever. I was trying to give you an out, <laughs> but all right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll work on it. All right. Um, so do you have anything to add to this history? <laughs> I think I added as we went a little bit you here. Did, yeah. So um yeah, I mean it's a it's an interesting place. It you know, and again, it's just I we just caution as far as if you visit, it's not necessarily welcomed by the locals. Yeah, and I really don't think there's any reason for you to drive very far to visit this. Like if you live in the area, sure, maybe that would be an excursion that's worth it, but like, I'm not driving from Chicago to Stoll to see it, though. Well, we haven't gone through the evidence yet. Oh, okay. Maybe the evidence will convince me to drive there. All right. So, at that, we are going to take a short break, and when we return, we will get to the debate. Rebecca, it's time for a debate. <laughs> Hello, boils and ghouls. It's that time of year again. Are you looking for something paranormal and possibly supernatural this Halloween season? Well, look no further. Join Graveside Paranormal Investigative Tours this season. Graveside Paranormal will take you on a four and a half hour ghost tour of the southwest suburbs of Chicago starting October 8th. During these tours, you will receive equipment at certain sites to do small investigations. You will be able to use our legendary Anahata Spirit Portal Box. You will receive an EMF. And all of the investigations we will record and you will see on our YouTube series the next following week. Go to the legendary Chet's Millie Lounge to hear the ghostly story of Resurrection Mary. Or come to the farm in Palis Hills to hear the ghastly story of the Butcher of Palis. And new this year and only on select dates. October 22nd, 28th, and 29th. For the first time ever, the gates of St. James Cemetery, otherwise known as Monk's Castle, is allowing us to push the gates open and tell you the spine-chilling stories on the grounds at night. So grab your holy water, 
and call your mama. And go to tours.gravesideparanormal.com. That is tours.g-r-a-v-e-s-i-d-e paranormal.com. Boo. All right, Rebecca, we are back. And I, I just want to get a feel for where your evidence is pointed at. I have not looked at your evidence as per usual. Mm-hmm. Um, unless there's some video or something that you want me to see. Which and- I should have sent you this one video. I just, yeah, I didn't. Okay. I just want to get a feel for this. Are we going to be trying to prove that the devil is there? I mean, honestly, it's really, I don't know. <laughs> I <laughs> guess there, like, it's just that there's something creepy there. Like, it could be the devil. Some people say demons. Okay. It's not really ghosts, though. Okay. Not really ghosts. Okay. Um, and also, um, before you give your evidence, where would you sit as far as, like, are you a believer in this? place being haunted are you a non-believer are you like i mean it seems like a place that people feel something they you know that it it, that it is a bit um you know close or kind of has like a, a something to it um and there certainly are you know these stories um but i don't i don't know um okay where i'm at i mean i don't know (laughs) <laughs> All right, like, well, let's, it's, this one's a little more difficult for me i'm gonna be honest okay well yeah. let's let's just get into the evidence yeah. then okay so okay so you talked about the devil baby story yeah <laughs> so i didn't necessarily want to go into that because again i you know i mean if but if you want to chat about it we can but i i just wanted to go into kind of what my story was based on which was okay. the the kind of related to the it's the gateway to hell okay thing right yeah. so According to legend, this cemetery contains a stairway not to heaven, but straight to hell. Um, So it's considered one of the seven sites on earth where living people can just descend into the realm of the damned. Uh, There was also the word reputed. It is reputed to be. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Um, The staircase is said to appear only once a year. So, like, suddenly a hidden staircase is revealed, um, descending into a grave and then into the underworld. Most versions of the story say it happens on the stroke of midnight on Halloween. Others say that the stairway to hell opens on the spring equinox. Kind of what you said, right? Where it's either it's either Halloween or it's... It's supposed to be the winter equinox, I believe. Oh, what I had... I, well... Okay, My whatever. stuff found was the, was the um, spring. Okay, so... Like, Easter time. All right, so you're saying that there is a staircase that magically appears right. at given points of time. Right, and that you can use this. Like that, Again, this is it. Like This is the one part anyways. The big part of it is that there is a gate to hell here. Now, okay. whether the devil ever, ever came up and had a baby with a witch, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. Um, but this is this is the claim. Okay, so I would say from a scientific standpoint, okay, <laughs> like I would say that there's reports of these things, so I'm sure people have looked into it. I'm positive. <laughs> okay. That maybe the police have been there and stuff like that to look for this thing, and I, there's no documented evidence of it existing. Mm-hmm. Like if this was something that happened that... 
It happens nowhere else in the world that we've ever explained that they could finally now set up cameras and get this get this stairway to come out. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. So actually, I just realized what I have is quote unquote evidence for well, not quote unquote evidence, but evidence later on. Actually, I think is related to this that we're talking about. So maybe if you don't mind, I'm going to just mention it now. Okay. Because yeah, it's directly yeah. related to what you're saying. Sure. So on Halloween night in 1999, mm-hmm. reporters from a local newspaper and a television news crew joined a group of onlookers at the cemetery. Because they're like, we want to see what's going to happen. Okay. Right? Um, sheriff deputies were there, but they didn't ask anyone to leave mm-hmm. until 1130. Because at 1130... Some representative that people didn't know from the cemetery owners came out and basically were like, everyone leave. Everyone's got to go. So the officers were like, all right, I guess, you know, hey, the owners don't want you guys to be here. So they made everyone leave. So it's private property owned by the Mm -hmm. town, the church, whatever. So they had had to all leave. The owner stated through the representative that they did not want media attention brought to the graveyard because it attracts vandals. But couldn't they have furthered their cause by allowing the camera crew to show that the staircase and the devil do not appear at midnight, debunking everything? So people have tried, but they're not allowed to film in the cemetery at midnight on Halloween. All right. Well, so, okay. What what I'm going to say about this then is that, yeah, maybe that was a poor choice um, that they could have just, you know, stopped this from happening. But also a cemetery is a place for people to rest after they after they've died. Right. <laughs> Their bodies to rest, mm-hmm. rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Um, they're disturbing the peace by doing this. But it's weird that they let them be there <laughs> until eleven thirty, and then it was like, okay, no, 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 something. Well, maybe they didn't know about it until eleven thirty. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. So what you what you are saying then, without saying it, is that they know that there's this gate to hell there, yes. and they don't want anyone else to know about it, right? They're because they're they're trying to protect so people. A, so there's a few people that know of this gate exactly. of hell. We're writing a no, movie. No, Rebecca, I'm 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 gonna call BS on this one, and I'm gonna give it a zero. Oh wow! Uh, this is all made up by students. <laughs> this okay. So here's the thing: like, without the whole thing about the like kicking them out at eleven thirty, like I would be a little bit more like, eh, I don't know. But I'm giving it a six. Also, you're hearing that account not from the people. Of Stoll, you're hearing that account from the people that wanted to partake in this. <laughs> well, you just said they, you know, like I'm sure people have studied it. Well, they've tried and they haven't been able to. Yeah, but I'm sure people have been there at the stroke of midnight on Halloween just because they've said that there is this. And I've never seen any police reports or anything like that saying that they uh, they found this stairway and also too as i said the church does not look like it would have a stairway to a basement because it doesn't have a foundation like that like i said there was only one account that i found in like one article that mentioned someone that claimed to have gone down these stairs yeah so so i I don't know so i'm gonna go zero what is what is your six six rebecca again without the weird town people i don't know okay so you just think that this thing they're hiding something 
you you more likely believe that this gateway opens up that the stairs magically appear than to believe it's <laughs> okay all right all right all right you ready for the next one? Oh, i'm ready yeah. okay all right so the other one other claim is mysterious wind okay that shows up um, so one story is two young men were visiting Stull Cemetery at night. Um, and now this was kind of a while ago. Um, but anyways, they became frightened when a strong wind began blowing out of nowhere. They ran back to their car only to find that the car had been moved to the other side of the street and was now facing the opposite direction. Now, there's another story about wind. Do you want to talk about the car first before I do the other wind story? Uh, No, you can keep going. Okay. So another man claimed to have experienced the same anomalous wind, but inside of the church. So this was, again, a while ago before yeah. it was fallen down um, uh, rather than in the graveyard. So he claimed that the sinister air current, sinister. the sinister air current knocked him to the floor and would not allow him to move for some time all right so i'm gonna have a drink of my sinister coffee <laughs> while you think about what you're gonna say to that. okay well i'm just gonna say that there's not many trees around there there there, there could easily be strong winds in that particular area it is kansas. um it is kansas yeah i mean this isn't kansas anymore you know <laughs> um so yeah there there could easily be strong winds there and it is explainable because there's not many trees. It is pretty but open. But to move a car. Okay, well, that's where we're going to go next. Okay. okay. To move a car, there would have to be some kind of noise that they would have heard, right? They didn't hear any noise. You didn't report that they heard no. a sound Mm-mm. and then went over and saw that their car was moved. I think that they just parked it in the other <laughs> spot and thought that they parked it in the other one. And the guy that fell down, first of all... <laughs> First of all, the church, when it went into ruins, there were seven windows in the place, and um, the, all, all the windows were knocked out as well. So wind could get in there. Wind could, like if it's a really strong wind, and it, and if it's being funneled into you know this little small area, it can cause like a burst of wind, but I think this guy is just making it up. <laughs> okay, they're just all mistaken liars. Yeah. Yeah, at this point, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that, that's where I'm going to go with this one. All um, right. I mean, unfortunately, there's nothing to me that would make me think anything supernatural happened. Like as I said, I always try to come up with the simplest possible solution, and the simplest solution is that the car was parked on the other side of the street. The man fell down for some other reason. And maybe there was a gust of wind, but I don't think the wind caused him to fall down. And if so, maybe there was a tornado. I don't know. <laughs> well, I was wondering that too, about with the car. Like, first of all, it is very likely because I've certainly done that before where I like could swear I parked my car yeah. one place or whatever. I do it almost on a daily. Or like my friends, like we would, actually, I think my brother and I did this to my our poor mother where we like moved her car. <laughs> when she was shopping in the mall wow. like once oh, anyways um so it's possible you know that that happened um 
you know, but you do have to think like it is Kansas. Like, could there be some sort of like tornado or something? But then you're like, okay, that's a bit extreme. Like a tornado that well, like could move a car. Like if you were only feet away from it, yeah. like you would see that or feel that or whatever. Like you couldn't. That no, couldn't but happen. you would have also heard a sound if the car was moved. <laughs> yes. So I'm gonna go zero on this one as well. I'm giving this one like a three. A three. Yeah, I, I'm going pretty low on this one because I Whoa. agree. It's just like okay, there was some wind. I don't think it moved the car yeah like yeah that seems a bit extreme and you've watched videos of the cemetery right you you see how open it is right yeah it's more open than any of these other cemeteries that we've covered yeah i mean again it does have like a fence around it but it's not yeah there's not like uh it's, the trees it's like. a chain link fence wind right. goes right through that right so yeah. okay okay so let's move on to our next one here so this is from this is from a video Mm-hmm. And an investigation done by Greg Newkirk from Weekend and Weird. Um, so this is what he said. Quote, despite the fact that Stull doesn't quite live up to its internet reputation in real life, my own visit to America's legendary portal to hell was so weird that I had to take pause. Within minutes of entering Stull Cemetery's gates, I noticed dozens of flames forming small rings in each corner of the graveyard. There were no burn piles, no visitors throwing cigarettes into the grass, and it was a cool spring day, a far cry from a fire hazard. Maybe the devil forgot to close the door and is way back to hell. Wow. Okay. And I did, like, so there is video of these, like, weird little, like, just, like, little fires happening. (laughs) Like it, it is, it's really weird, and I, I don't know what it would be. It's not like a controlled burn or something like that. Hmm. I, you know, like if you had said that the fires just sprouted up when he walked in, (laughs) maybe I would, you know, believe that more. But I've seen a lot of video of Stoll Cemetery and I've never seen any burned areas or anything like that. That's a little weird. I don't know. I, I didn't see the video, so I I can't say. So I'm gonna probably have to give this a one on one then. Unfortunately, all right. This like one... I strongly don't believe it. Mm-hmm. I strongly believe that there could be some scientific reason for it, mm-hmm. but not having seen the video, I have no idea what it could be then. Okay, I give this one a seven. Seven. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. It's Rebecca. Super creepy. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Here we go. In 2013, no one other than Ariana Grande mm. decided to investigate Stull Cemetery. I am not sure why. I'm, I think she might have had a TV show. They all seem to have TV shows, though this was a little while ago. Um, they were like investigating something else, and then they were like, yeah, let's go visit this place because it's close by. So as they drove closer to the ground, Grande felt, quote, this sick, overwhelming feeling of negativity. Things were different from the night before at the haunted house. Um, they said the vibes were worse, stronger, realer. She claims that the car smelled of sulfur. Grande already knew this was going to be a sign of demons. There was a fly in the car, she, quote unquote, randomly, she said in the interview. But that, too, is a sign of a demon. Two, these two things, smell of sulfur and a fly, were like enough for her. She was like, 
this is scary. <laughs> Let's leave. Now, I like that. Like as a horror movie person, it's like, listen, if you're if you're feeling it, if you're getting some evidence, get out of there. Uh, no one was in the car was curious or brave enough to actually like go in like to the cemetery to like get that third strike. Um, but before they drove away, Grande needed to do two things. First, she rolled down her window and spoke to the spirits. Quote, we apologize. We didn't mean to in- disrupt your peace. Second, she took a picture. Quote, these, there are three super distinct faces in the picture. They're faces of textbook demons. Now, I read in another account that supposedly she tried to forward this picture from her phone to like her manager and that it wouldn't let her do it. So you haven't actually seen so the pictures? So there's no, no one can see the picture. Okay, so... Okay, uh, the first thing I'm going to say is I've watched a lot of videos of this, a lot of people doing tours, a lot of people that aren't like paranormal investigators just hear that it's haunted and want to go there and do a video of it. Uh, All of them remark about how peaceful it feels when they go in there. Yeah, this was on the way there, though. (laughs) Okay, also, um, a fly being in a car... It's a sign, according yeah. to Aria. But I mean, sometimes flies will like hang out and not like fly out. And then all of a sudden they'll be there. You know, it's like, so I don't think that that means anything. Also, the sulfur smell. Mm-hmm. Maybe someone had eggs that day. <laughs> And maybe they farted a little. Fart, and fart, fart. And, and when Ariana was like, I smell sulfur and it must be a demon. They were like, yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't this easier to believe than demons being in a. Okay. I mean, another thing is you can see right into this cemetery from the streets. Mm-hmm. There's if there were demons in this thing, people would have all kinds of pictures all over the place. Well, but that but again just like ghosts like they don't necessarily show themselves. Maybe they're there, they're just not like in like the flesh. Okay. Well, um then my next thing is Ariana Grande? Come on. You don't know. She could be a sensitive. Actually, I, I have bet she is. I, ha- I have heard some ghost stories from Ariana Grande. Uh all of them seem like um Somebody doesn't know what they're doing and just, you know, buying into the hype. So, Well, I will say, if you listen to Ghostly X, we talk a lot about celebrities yeah. that are ghost hunters. So, Ariana, I would like to invite you to Ghostly okay, to come and tell us these tales. I did see the concert that she had after this mm-hmm. and that she was still not feeling well. Yeah. Well, it sounds like they went to a haunted house the night before. And even though they yeah. said that the vibes got worse, like I do wonder if they picked up something at the, yeah, at the house no <laughs> i'm just saying like it does seem weird that she wasn't even in the cemetery and there were some issues with this but i don't know after the fires i just don't know zero zero i'm gonna give it a four four a little bit Back, okay you're all over the place on this yeah one. no this one's hard it's okay. difficult right. now you know what the i so i had one more but we ended up talking about that at the beginning um but i did forget um you had mentioned this one um there's something about when with the church when it was oh, standing yeah, yeah. Yeah. if you saw an eighth window or something like that all right so the church has um had had seven windows three on each side and one above the doorway in the front okay 
Now, supposedly, if you ever saw a eighth window, mm-hmm. it would be in the back of the church, okay. which I've never seen pictures of the back of the church. Suspicious. Yeah. So I don't know if there typically was a window there mm-hmm. or not. Um they they never shoot pictures. They shoot it from all different angles in the front, mm-hmm. but it's always front facing mm-hmm. or the side. Uh, you never see the back of the church in any pictures. <laughs> um, and um, I, I've heard two accounts where they went there and saw the eighth window and there were lights on in the church. There was a roof above the church the windows were intact and they were glowing from the light inside and they heard people having religious ceremony in there. Mm-hmm. I've heard two reports of this. They all, they both sound way too similar to be like, it was always like with their friend and the friend didn't want to go and they convinced their friend to go. It was exactly the same story told told twice that sounds like that gives it some credibility no no no. i'm just saying that the outside factors of the story um were exactly the same so i am thinking that this person heard the story at least one of them did Mm. if it happened to one person um all right i mean here's the thing i mean it is possible that I know we talked about the satanic panic and all that. I mean, you never know. If there was an abandoned church, I could see kids, like, again, not real ritual, but just like kids going in there and doing something for fun. Um, And then maybe somebody saw that. Yeah, but they're saying that the church was no longer in ruins. Uh, Oh, they're saying that this happened like after it was, because there was like the period where it was like, it's real thing. Then it was falling apart for a lot of years. And then it um, crumbled and where it is now. So you're saying that this was kind of in that middle period where like it was still intact where you could see that there were windows. Yes. But it was in total disrepair. But yeah. it looked like it wasn't in disrepair. But at this see, moment. here's another thing. If this was like they tore down this church because there were these Satanistic rituals there that they didn't want mm-hmm. and uh, it was a big thing there would be pictures of them tearing down the church. No, that is the weird thing about it is like the, what the, the, I read stories of people saying, like quoting anyways, like the people that own it saying, I didn't ask for it to be torn down. Like there were no like orders for that to happen. No one like said like, yes, we should tear it down. It just fell down. No, they tore it down in 2002. I mean, it was it was obviously torn down because even though the rocks still exist there, they there's n- no place where you you could even tell it was a wall or anything. Oh no, not at all. So like, if it was in ruins, if it tumbled down, there would be parts of it sections where you would still see like a wall or something like that. I don't know but, what happened. Um, but you know, if this was this big thing that they did, there would be video of it. There would be photos of them you know, tearing it down. There would be this big art article in the paper. There was nothing like this. It was really weird. So I'm, I'm thinking that this meant absolutely nothing to them at that point, that it was in ruins for so long and that Mm. there was such a small population in Stoll that they didn't think anything of this place. 
Gotcha. Now, this is also with the whole thing that like supposedly rain wouldn't fall fall on the church. Did you hear that one? Yes, I did. Yeah. 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 Which again, I found nothing about it. So I didn't bring it up as like evidence. But just in case, that's another story that's out there. Yeah. And supposedly when um, when these people went to it and saw the eighth window Mm -hmm. that it was raining. Okay, that makes sense. Then that puts it all together. Yeah, I, right. I, you know what, I, I can't speak for that because they're the exact same story. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if the friend's name was exactly the same too. <laughs> so it's really like one story that I've heard, and mm-hmm. I mean, I think that the students created this paper and um, wanted to have more people reading it, and I believe that they wanted to talk about something spooky and they exaggerated some facts. And then it drove people to go there and be like, I need to see this. Mm. So what are you given the the story of the happening upon the church, the eighth window? Zero. Zero. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna give that one another I'm gonna give it I'll give it a three. I thought you were gonna go two there for a second. I, I thought about it and then I thought about four. So then I decided three. <laughs> okay. Um so what is your overall rating for Stoll Cemetery? This is so hard because there are some kind of creepy. It's, it's really not that hard. Rebecca. No, it really is because there is some creepy evidence. Um, you know, like the like them not letting people film in there and the weird fires, um, you know, and a lot of rumors swirling around. But then there's stuff that's obviously like not necessarily based on anything of like the stories that the students were telling and, you know, I don't know. So I guess I have to go five. All right. And five. I had two, two scores above, three scores below, but we'll, we'll go five. And five to you is like, I don't really believe it. <laughs> no, it means that I don't have enough to like for sure believe it. But like your five is like, there. is like my one or zero. <laughs> No, it's my five. <laughs> okay. I've gone lower than five before. Not for an overall, I don't think. Oh, I think so. All right. Well, I'm going to have to give it a zero. Okay. Um, There's just not enough evidence there. So uh, that brings us to the closing arguments. This is our last chance to convince you to vote our way. We are each given one minute of uninterrupted time, Rebecca. Mm. Um, And we will time each other on our cell phones because you know who likes to go past the time. Patrick? No, you. I've no. never gone past the time, and you have documented. <laughs> All right, you ready? I'm ready. All right, and go. So I do find this place a conundrum. Like, I don't, I don't think that, I don't know. Like, I find it weird that they don't let people, like, film and just kind of prove that there's no, nothing happens on, you know, midnight and Halloween. Um I find it weird, like with the weird fires, but you know, you never know. There could be a reason for that. Um, you know, I don't know about, I don't like to doubt Ariana, but I, I, I don't know. It's kind of based on her own story um, and all the satanic panic stuff that that's hard to believe too. So, um, so that's why I'm kind of in the middle and I'm, I'm, I'm interested into what the listeners think. Like help me, help me see one way or the other um, on it. Uh, because again, I, I have some things that sound a little legit and other things that don't. So I'm I'm interested what people think. 
All right, you had two seconds left, Rebecca. Yeah, that's how it goes. No, it's not always how it goes. Totally how it goes. Mm-hmm. All right, are you ready? Of course I am. All right, then. And go. So I picture it this way. I picture that these students have this newspaper that they do for the university, and they're giving it out to people, and people are just like throwing it away. Nobody reads it. Nobody cares. So they're like, hey, let's do some sensational journalism. Let's let's talk about the most spooky place you've ever heard of. Stall Cemetery. Cemetery's creepy. Could easily be taken for that. And um, I just think that they made up the whole entire thing and it made people want to go there. And when you go there, when you spend three hours driving there, which I've seen videos of, you want to see something. And that's it. All right. That was hard because I actually had an argument. About- <coughs> I'm sorry. I tried. That was hard, man, because I actually felt like I had an argument while you were doing your, your argument there. <laughs> you can't. But I know I can't. All right. I saved the best for last. Ooh. All right. So uh, think I want to thank everyone so much for listening this month. I mean... Seriously, we put out a lot of content for you guys, and I'm just amazed that people are actually listening to it. Yeah, I hope it's been fun for you. Um, You know, cemeteries are just spooky places, but also beautiful places. There's some great photos people have been posting online. Love Uh, it. Love it. I love Uh, Ghostly Society. It's so awesome. Yeah. Uh, You know, tell a friend, tell a friend, Rebecca and Pat are back again. You know, we're doing this. We are really doing this. We're doing episodes for you, for the people. And um, we want everyone to know about this. Yeah, we're heading into our uh, fifth year. Fifth year, really. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. And um, it's, we're hopefully getting, getting better at this. Absolutely. I want to remind everyone to hit that subscribe button because oftentimes people, you know, you're just kind of like, listening and not paying attention to this so hit that subscribe button make sure that you're subscribed so you find out about every ghostly episode when it comes out uh we do have a bunch of patrons that we consider our producers right mm-hmm. um we have alicia carrie becky natalie kim ta ernie marisol shayla cindy kevin nicole jessica alice austin aaron hope and candy and I would love to, you know, take one second on our anniversary to thank our sponsors, um, Sinister Coffee. Um, you guys are amazing. We uh, saw that you guys just have some new um, blends and we're super excited to order some. They we're, all have like chocolate in them. Oh, my God. No, I'm you don't know. Like, I am mm-hmm. so excited to try their new flavors. Yeah. Um, and you can get 15% off just using Ghostly 15. Yeah, absolutely. And if you don't remember that, just re-listen to the episode and it's in the beginning. Uh, I would love to thank Ta. Um, he's been amazing. Uh, we love him. And uh, hopefully we can get him on a Ghostly X or a Ghostly soon. I yeah. would love that. And um, Neil, of course. Um, we had such a great time. I can't wait to talk about his um, paranormal tour. Our first one with Neil. Um, it, it was just, it was really cool. I can't wait to talk about it on Ghostly X. Absolutely. 
so now is when we would typically tell you what the next episode mm-hmm. is. But we can't. And you know why, Rebecca? Why is that? Because people have asked us to have an impartial person come in and be a guest and listen to what we have to say and give their opinions. So kind of like a listener would be, right? Exactly. Where they know nothing about the topic exactly. ahead of time. They just turn it on and they listen and then they just have to go from what we say. Yeah, but they're going to have less information than the <laughs> listener because the listener will see the episode title That's and know true. what it's about. At least look at like the show notes or whatever. This person will have no idea what this is about. Interesting. And hopefully we can get her on the next episode of Ghostly. Um, and so therefore we cannot talk about that. All right. But when is it coming out, though? When is the next episode of Ghostly? Um, so we're going to be in, in November. That will be the 9th. All right. Yeah. So November 9th is our next episode. And uh, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I don't know. We've got we've got a couple creepy topics for November. <laughs> yeah. And. Uh, this person is one of our favorites that's never been on Ghostly, and um, she does another podcast. We love that podcast. Mm-hmm. We've been wanting to get her on. This is the perfect scenario for this person. Perfect scenario for this person. And we can't wait for you to meet her. Yes. But until then, stay ghostly. Bye. Bye.